Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, September 17th, and this is for September 17th through the 23rd. How was everyone's week last week? Did everything go as planned? <laughs> no miscommunications or inconveniences, hopefully. Hmm. I guess the great news is that Mercury is no longer retrograde. That is great news. Hooray. That is cause for celebration. Mm -hmm. It ended its retrograde phase a couple of days ago on Friday, September 15th, and we will now go through about two weeks of Mercury's post-retrograde shadow mm. as the planet of communications gets back up to speed. Mm. Mercury is currently at 8 degrees Virgo, it's been at 8 degrees Virgo since September 13th, and it will, you know, if you've had sticky communications or if there are certain situations you've been dealing with that seem to just be completely stopped or frozen, you might see some flow again when, when those things starting this Wednesday, September 20th, when Mercury finally leaves the 8th degree of Virgo and moves to the 9th degree. And the 8th degree is a Scorpio degree, so if communications have seemed a touch more mysterious or occasionally cutting or intense, that shift will that will start shifting on Wednesday as well once we get into the 9th degree of Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And then from Wednesday onward, Mercury will once again start moving at its regular speed of about 1 degree a day. Mm -hmm. It will no longer remain stuck at the same degree, which is what we've been dealing with since September 13th. And as it's moving at one or sometimes two degrees a day, that will help immensely with our communications. Great. So to kind of, you know, can make that more concise, um, communications are still kind of cloudy right now because Mercury is just not moving. It's stuck at eight degrees, but it's going to move into the ninth degree starting next Wednesday, if that yeah. helps at all. It does. Yay. And then by October 1st, Mercury will be out of its post-shadow phase. Hooray. And we will be clear of this retrograde cycle, which I know was a doozy for a lot of people. Mm. And then we will not be dealing with... I'm going to ask you about your Mercury retrograde experience shortly, Emily, mm -hmm. for sure. I know you might have a couple of things oh. to share if you want. Sure. Um, but I know it's been a doozy for a lot of people. And we won't be dealing with another Mercury retrograde until December 13th, when Mercury will be in the sign of Sagittarius. You know, we started 2023 with a Mercury retrograde, and we will also be starting 2024 with a Mercury retrograde. Wow. Or maybe I should frame this as we will be starting 2024 with the end of a Mercury retrograde because mm. Mercury will actually turn direct on January 1st, 2024. Well. Yeah, so it will be retrograde most of the day on the 1st for most of the world, but... Um, Anyway, that's a ways off. But anyway, okay. for now, let's just okay. celebrate Mercury yes, retrograde. It's over. <laughs> please. And Venus will end its post-retrograde shadow around October 7th. You know, we're still looking for Venus to get past 28 degrees of Leo. That's when it will be firing on all pistons again. So I would say by October 7th, both Venus and Mercury will be firing on all cylinders again. Whew. That's a huge We're almost there. We're almost there. Ish. You know, October 7th, not too far off. So look forward to that. In the meanwhile, though we are in the shadow phase of Mercury retrograde, meaning you may still find some bumps in the road, I think it is safe to say the worst is behind us, yeah? I would say so. I would say the worst is behind us. Like Elmi said, there could be some bumps in the road, full-on potholes, mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. But yeah, hopefully the worst is over. Hopefully now it's just un winding or undoing whatever might have gotten tangled up 
during the retrograde. All right. Yeah. So today, at least what's left of today, the sun, uh, wait, the moon. The moon is in Libra until 6 p.m. Pacific time. There we go, Mercury retrograde, right? (laughs) But the moon is in Libra until 6 p.m. Pacific time. Then it will be void, of course, for about four hours until it enters Scorpio around 10 p.m. Pacific time. And it's a potentially cranky Libra moon today as the moon is forming testy aspects with Chiron, Uranus, Neptune, and then it will square Pluto around 6 p.m. Pacific time and that could lead to some tension in relationships might have to make a mental note to be especially courteous and, and, he, and I wrote haha he did he literally wrote in his notes haha that's so cute I love it yeah so uh, remember to be sweet out there if you're feeling this moon Pluto square okay so, but if I'm not sweet at 6 p.m. you'll know why yeah I'll know why I know Elmy's not being sweet because the moon is squaring Pluto and it's like it's cool I get it but then Scorpio party starts at 10 that's correct. And then the moon transitions into Scorpio at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And Monday, we will start off the work week with a Scorpio moon. Mm. The moon will be in Scorpio all day. And it only makes two aspects. And both of these aspects are considered to be of the positive, easygoing variety. Whew. The moon will form a trine with Saturn. And the moon will form a sextile with Mercury. So it could be good for communication. Good for, could be good for just staying on track, nice. staying, staying focused. Now, because Saturn is in the mix, there might be some obligations to attend to. There could be some serious matters to deal with. Mm. Saturn always brings sternness and serious to the table, so there might be some business to deal with. But that's what's going on with the moon on Monday. Now, the larger story on Monday is that the Sun and Neptune are ramping up to oppose each other. That aspect will not be exact until 4 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday, but we'll still be feeling that energy on Monday. And this is yet another challenging aspect when it comes to communications and perception. Great. Yeah. We're finally coming out of Mercury retrograde, but this particular aspect, the sun opposing Neptune, it's not known for bringing clarity to things. Uh, a Sun-Neptune opposition happens once a year. Mm. And right now the Sun is in Virgo, Neptune's in Pisces. Virgo and Pisces oppose. So, you know, I'll segue right into Tuesday right now as well. Okay. Tuesday, September 19th, because Tuesday is looking like a forget-about-it kind of day or a humdinger kind of a day or whatever word you want to use when you want to express that things might not exactly line up all nice and neat. That's what Tuesday is looking like. So the short version for Tuesday is maybe try not to act or definitely try not to overreact if you can avoid it on Tuesday. Okay. And try to push things until Wednesday or later in the week if you can. As I mentioned earlier, Wednesday is the day when Mercury will be moving along at its regular clip again. But Tuesday, that might be like one last stage of gridlock Mm. that we have to pass through. Okay, okay. On Tuesday, we talked about how that Sun-Neptune opposition will put a cloud over things. And there could be an urge for escapism. We could wake up Tuesday morning feeling a bit groggy, having experienced some vivid dreams, maybe some inspiring dreams. Because a lot of us will be sleeping when this Sun-Neptune opposition peaks, Mm. and Neptune rules the dream world. So dreams Mm. could be a part of the day on Tuesday. And then the Scorpio moon will be a bit agitated on Tuesday, so our collective mood 
could be a bit agitated as well. Okay, so Monday's blah, Tuesday's blah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, short <laughs> version. Monday blah, Tuesday blah. The moon will be bumping up against Jupiter on Tuesday. It'll be bumping up against Jupiter, Venus, Chiron, and Uranus. And as we know, Scorpio is a fixed sign. It doesn't like to budge unless mm-hmm. it has a very good reason to budge. And because of that, we could all be a bit more rigid in our viewpoints on Tuesday. So be aware of that because mm-hmm. we might also be working with fuzzy information. The narrative we think we're experiencing might not actually be the true narrative anyway. Oh, okay. So try to take the high road on Tuesday if that's an option. If it's not an option, then take the low road, I guess. <laughs> but I would recommend the high road, especially during a Scorpio moon. Okay, note to self. High road it. High road it. High road it on Tuesday. So anyway, that's the beginning of the week. I'll talk about the rest of the week in a little bit. But, you know, speaking of Scorpio moons, well, Almy doesn't have a Scorpio moon. She no. technically has a Pisces moon. I do. But her son is in Scorpio, and I would like to now transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life, and every week I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Okay. Now, Elmi, I mentioned that we just came out of Mercury Retrograde. It's been a bit of a doozy for a lot of us. As a Scorpio, you know, if Mercury was a person, would you have anything you would like to say to Mercury about this most recent retrograde Mm. we just experienced. This really was a doozy. I would say, Mercury, why you gotta ruin all of technology and social media and the internet for me? I had the hardest time. Yeah, you're dealing with some phone stuff, you're dealing with some- Internet, phone. Social media, just like your, what do you call it, your account, just disappearing kind of. My account, the apps, everything was such a struggle and I knew it would be okay, but it was the idea of trying to make any progress was just um, not happening. Just I've I don't know if I've ever so fully believed in Mercury retrograde until this <laughs> retrograde when I had a problem with every single thing relating to technology. It was absurd. Yeah, you were having some stuff. I was having some stuff. It almost was getting to the just feeling like a total cliche kind of a thing. Yes. Whereas like every potential thing that could, that we talk about with Mercury retrograde that could potentially go wrong, seemed like it all went wrong. Yes. But we're getting through it. We are getting through it. Yes, we are. Yeah. And once we get out of this Mercury retrograde, these things will never happen again (laughs) until maybe the next Mercury retrograde. Or maybe before. No, no. (laughs) No, they will not happen before. No. Thank you for sharing, Almy. And if you would indulge me, I'd like to now play a little trivia game with you as well. Yes, please. And I have four celebrities in mind here. And what all these celebrities have in common is that they were all born when the sun was opposing Neptune, Mm. like will be happening on Tuesday. The sun will be opposing Neptune on Tuesday. And all these celebrities were born when the sun was opposing Neptune. Sounds great. Yeah. So this first person, he's no longer with us. This past Tuesday, September 12th, was actually the 20th anniversary of his passing. Uh, The songs he was known for when he was alive are I Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, and a cover of the Nine Inch Nails song Hurt. Mm -hmm. Can you name this singer-performer legend? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah, he was born when the sun was opposing Neptune. Cool. This next person is an actor, also no longer with us. He is the father of actor Jeff Bridges. And in the movie Airplane, he picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Oh, Lloyd Bridges. That's right, Lloyd Bridges. Excellent. I never made that connection before. Yeah. 
This person is still with us, at least I believe he is. Uh, he's the former vice president of the United States of America. He either invented the internet or somehow that got attached to him. And he also made a documentary called An Inconvenient Truth. Can you name this former vice president? Al Gore. Al Gore. Yep, exactly. Born when the sun was opposing Neptune. And then this last person on my list is a singer known for such songs as video games, West Coast, and Young and Beautiful. Mm. Can you name this singer? Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Love it. Born when the sun was opposing Neptune. And then for bonus points, Almy. Yes. Do you know Lana Del Rey's real name? Yes. Uh, Lizzie Grant, Elizabeth Grant. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. You didn't need the multiple choice. If you said you didn't know, I was going to give you a multiple choice section. I'll read it anyway, oh, sure. if you don't mind. Sure. So is Lana Del Rey's real name A, Jennifer Carpenter, B, Harrison Morgan, C, Elizabeth Grant, or D, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> but you knew it. Yeah. I did know it. I I love Lana Del Rey, so yeah. yes. And the first two were Dexter themed, if you didn't pick up on that. Jennifer Carpenter played yeah. Dexter's sister on the TV show Dexter, Harrison Morgan. Right, right. I, so. I made that connection, but it took me a minute because it's been a while since I thought about Dexter, probably because the second finale to me was as disappointing as the first. Mm. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, the endings for both. Yeah. I don't know how you drop the ball twice like that. What are they, the New York Jets? Oh, good I'm one. sorry, too wow. soon. It's too soon. I'm sorry, it's too soon. Well, uh, thank you, Almy, for <laughs> indulging the inanity. And thank you. It is football season. There will be some football references. Oh, there will be football references, yes. The Jets did lose today, but they played a very, very good Dallas Cowboys football team. So oh, no shame in that. Poor but Jets. wishing the Jets all the best. Wishing The Jets had the worst Mercury retrograde of yeah, any they of did. us. Yeah, they did. They did. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had oh, a very, gosh. very brutal. S- sending our love to Jets fans, really. We're sorry. Yep. Hang in there, everyone. Hang in there. All right. And I believe that will conclude the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. And as always, we dedicate this Ask a Scorpio segment to New York Jets fans (laughs) like we do every week. All right. The rest of this week, let's start with Wednesday, September 20th. Now, the moon will be in Sagittarius all day on Wednesday. So if the week starts to get off to kind of a on a serious note because of the Scorpio moon by Wednesday, you know, the Sagittarius moon, life's just going to be one big joke. Um, (laughs) Hopefully the Sagittarius moon will bring some humor to the mix. However, the Sagittarius moon is going to form a square with Saturn. So there will be some business to attend to. There will be some obligations, some duties, some responsibilities, some serious stuff to work with. Also on Wednesday... Actually, you know, Pluto is very active on Wednesday. Pluto is going to form a sextile with the moon, meaning that Pluto and the moon will be 60 degrees apart. That's considered to be a positive aspect. Mm. And then Pluto will form a trine with the sun late in the evening on Wednesday, September 20th, around 10.30 p.m. Pacific time. So Pluto's hanging out with both the sun and the moon on Wednesday. That means there could be some power plays. There could be some things coming to a head with this Plutonian energy on Wednesday, especially with its close proximity to the Scorpio moon Mm. that we have just left on Wednesday. So there could be some themes around transformation, death and rebirth, getting to the bottom of things, kind of of serious business. So actually, that Sagittarius moon on Wednesday is going to have a tricky time bringing humor to the mix, but it'll it'll try. Okay, so Monday, Tuesday, eh, and Wednesday Wednesday has the potential for not eh, but could be eh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. There's going to be Plutonian 
Newtonian Scorpio energy, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No getting around okay, it. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, Thursday, September 21st. This will be a better day for the Sagittarius moon. And once again, the Sagittarius moon will do its best to uplift our spirits, make us laugh again, make us feel playful, having us focus on optimistic thoughts. The Sagittarius moon will form positive aspects with Mars, Venus, and Chiron. I made a note that this is, quote, happy Britney Spears energy. This I expect to see Britney Spears posting a lot of dance videos on Thursday, September 21st. It's that kind of vibe in the air. Okay. So it's going to be very mutable energy. Things are going to start moving again. Also, it's fire energy. Sagittarius, of course, is a fire sign. We might feel motivated or inspired to start new projects. So Fantastic. Yeah, again, I mentioned earlier in the week there's going to be some gridlock getting through those final degrees, or sorry, with Mercury being stuck at the eighth degree of Virgo. But by Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday, things should start flowing again. Great. So Friday, September 22nd, the Sagittarius moon will square Neptune and the sun in the early hours of the day. The moon will enter Capricorn around 1 p.m. Pacific time on Friday. That'll bring more of a serious tone to things. And the serious tone gets even more serious around 4.45 p.m. Pacific time when the Capricorn moon forms a sextile with Saturn. So there'll be some serious business on Friday, September 22nd, which is also the last full day of Virgo. Ooh, wow. Yeah, Virgo season flew by, and the sun will enter Libra around midnight Pacific time on Friday, wow. September 22nd. Yeah. So Saturday, September 23rd, the sun enters Libra. The sun will remain in Libra until October 23rd. October 23rd is Almy's birthday eve. It's the day before her birthday. That's right, October 24th. I guess it's coming. 37 days? Yeah, 37 days or thereabouts. Yeah, wow. Gotta get shopping. I do. <laughs> uh, and actually, so Saturday, September 23rd, it's the start of Libra season. It's also the fall equinox. And with Libra season, things such as, you know, relationships are going to start coming into play more and more into focus. Style, fashion, friendships, creativity, art, outside-the-box thinking, uh, themes around justice, fairness, equality. Those are the things we associate with Libra. Yeah. So this last full week of Virgo season, I would say, you know, if you want to just get organized, get take care of all the repairs and maintenance and all those kind of things you need to do, all those tasks. Virgo energy is great for that, especially as we go through this last week of Virgo. There will be some intensity at the beginning of the week, most likely. The mood will lighten the second half of the week. And then the following week, the week after this one, there's not really a ton of astrological activity to report about, but there will be a full moon on Friday, September 29th, in the sign of Aries. So in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. We love you. And I think Elmi is going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's end our show as usual by taking some nice deep breaths. We do three deep breaths in and three deep breaths out. But first, get into a comfortable spot, whatever works for you. Just relax and unclench your jaw. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth and release the tension in your forehead. Unfurrow your brow. Release the tension in your face and let that travel down to your shoulders and release the tension there. And if you would like to close your eyes, you may close them now.
Let's take that first slow deep breath in and release. Slow deep breath in and release. Last slow deep breath in and release. Thank you so much for listening, and we thank you so, so much for your support. If you would like to follow us, we are on TikTok at somethingaboutastrology underscore and on Instagram at somethingaboutastrology. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.